Why you gotta be so average? Some average guys podcast. What's up, people? This is Diggy Metro. Yeah, young registered devote. Yeah. Um. Let's let's start off. Uh, I want to apologize for my younger self. Uh, I feel like um, as a society, we should allow each other to grow and get smarter. But since that doesn't happen often, ever. Um, I want to apologize because I remember in on past episodes, I said that New Jersey. There was logical reasoning behind it. It wasn't just like on some fucking the government fucking doesn't care. It was like they killed JFK, bro. I I took it like this. I said, New Jersey is a Democratic state. Mm. It's very, very unlikely that a Republican is going to win the state. So that was my reason for not voting. Because I'm like, I I would vote liberal. The liberal is going to win. Which, which, which fucking, um, which election are we talking I felt like that. All I mean, elections, all, all elections, yeah. <laughs> all elections. I mean, Hillary won New Jersey. No, but like Chris Christie before that. Also won before as that, a governor. No, no, no. But not governor. I'm talking about presidential. Gotcha. So I always felt like that. But in the past, I did say that, like, oh, my vote doesn't fucking matter in New Jersey. Blah blah blah. And I think that that's really fucking stupid and irresponsible. So I want to apologize for that first and foremost. Secondly, I want to. Tell people that now New Jersey is allowing online registration. So I, I know a million people don't listen to this podcast, but if you listen and you're not registered, shit takes like five minutes. It's fucking register. It takes five minutes. Just go on. Just just literally, vote. Yeah, you could just type NJ voter registration. It'll ask if you want to register online. Do you know how many people have died because just because they wanted to vote? Like throughout, if you died, throughout if you died because you wanted to vote, you're a fucking idiot. Throughout history, though, <laughs> like, but like, it's meant that much. Like, you, I, no, I feel you're what you're saying. I was just joking. Just fucking do it. No, yeah, no, I, no, I knew you. Were right. Yeah, <laughs> but like, but like, just fucking do it. You're allowed to. You're you're allowed. <laughs> Some people aren't. Yeah, it's a fact. Like, and what happens if you do? And like, I don't I actually, a lot of people in this country are probably not allowed to vote. Shit done. Yeah. So just the fact that you're allowed, just go fucking register and and vote. You know, um. I feel like this election in particular is really important. Oh, this is going to be so, yo, day after election, it's going to be lit. No matter who the fuck wins. Mass hysteria. No matter who the fuck wins. <laughs> All around. I don't know if it's going to be mass hysteria or she's just, just going to fucking crumble. But some, I don't know. I don't know, man. You know. It's going to be a wild. All right. Day. So I'm a uh, diehard Celtics fan. And the Celtics lost uh, yesterday. We're going to put this out in the future, but it was yesterday that they lost. And um, because of the bubble, I kind of didn't, like, take it as hard. Because, it, like, the season was already so fucking weird that I was just like, all right, you know, everything. it is what it is. I feel like this election coming up is kind of like that. Me too. Like, I feel like it's like, if Trump wins, like, we know what four years of Trump are. If Biden wins, like... We know what four years of yeah, Biden. Yeah, four years of Biden would probably it's be very be similar to like four years of Barack. To do everything the opposite of Trump. Yeah, it's gonna be him probably trying to bring back they, all of Obama's just policies. Call this whole president thing. It's not working. Nobody's done a good job ever. George Washington? <laughs> no. I think it's an impossible job because there's so many moving parts and you can't really like put you can't put too much like weight on the actual president like the guy himself. Yeah, cuz he's 75 he'll crumble. Yo, did we just <laughs> give up on women being president? Oh yeah, fuck that. 
Fuck that. Because, like, after Hillary, I thought that, like, full swing, we're going women. Like, that's our thing. No, they're just going to give him vice president. So. We're just like, nope. <laughs> we're just going to keep doing to women what we've been doing forever. Promising them <laughs> that we're going to give them what they want and then just giving them the second best thing. <laughs> yeah, so my boss at my last job as a friend who's, like, a very, like, analytical person, and he he was like, mark my words, the next Democratic president of the United States will be Cory Booker. When did he say that? He said this when Biden won. I mean, uh, when uh, Trump won. Uh, in 2016. Cory Booker. And it made me think that maybe Trump wins this election and then Cory Booker wins the next. Cory Booker is not winning anything. Cory Booker is a walking fart. He's, he has no personality. I kind of like Cory Booker. Watch he's got, him he's got Obama vibes. What? No, come on. No, Obama's way more captivating, but he does have Obama vibes. Obama. He sounds... He sounds like he's acting trying acting poorly to be Obama. I feel like Cory Booker is like one of those people that's actually like like I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily like fight Cory Booker. Like I feel like I could I could fucking whoop the shit out of Trump. I feel like I could whoop the shit out of Joe Biden and he like if I punched him once well, yeah, in his throat, those, he would die. Those guys are also right, right, right. They're old yeah. as fuck. But Cory Booker just looks like he's with the shits. Was he really you think he was really fucking what's her name? Uh no. Rosario Dawson, no. No, right? No, I actually, I no way he's pulling that. My girl's brother is my girl's brother is gay, and um, there's like, like rumblings in the gay community that Cory Booker (laughs) is gay. (laughs) Rumblings in the gay community. Just I just enjoy that sentence. Bowel rumblings. (laughs) (laughs) No, but (laughs) I've heard that that Cory Booker is possibly gay. So just I would I wouldn't be shocked. I wouldn't be shocked. Either. I also Zero. don't give a fuck, but like I, I, I wouldn't be shocked. Be but shocked. um, yeah, the Rosario Dawson thing was just weird. It's like that's nah, not that's true, not how you, bro. You're not that's pulling just not that. How you do you it. Know, she's so hot. I don't even find her attractive. I mean, in the realm of like actresses, I, yeah, I don't even find her not, attractive. I, she's not like top twenty, but like in for Cory Booker, yeah, no, she's hot for Cory Booker. Come on, man. I feel like Cory Booker could probably pull though. Pull what? Dick. <laughs> <laughs> Pull dick slowly out of his asshole as he screams. No. No, 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 no. no. I don't know. I like Cory Booker. I like Kamala Harris. I, I hate that Kamala Harris is gonna um is gonna be the vice president rather than our like, first woman vice president. You ladies did it. Yeah, second yeah. best I got. <laughs> yeah, that's rough. Um it sucks. But no, man. I don't know. I don't know, like I think Biden's best thing that he's been doing is just shutting the fuck up. And I think that if he has any chance of winning, it'll be just him shutting the fuck up the whole time. Yo, if you have an opportunity to win an election and you don't have to say anything, all you have to do is shut the fuck up. Like, like, yo, COVID is really an opportunity for Joe Biden. (laughs) All he has to do is nothing, literally. And I think that Trump is just going to, like, fuck himself enough where people are going to be like, no, Biden's obviously the logical choice. Like all this madness that Trump's been spewing, Biden hasn't even said a word. Like go with the more logical one. I don't know, man. Biden also gives me crazy vibes too, though. Yeah, no, I'm not saying, I, I don't know. I like still feel like he's going to use a bunch of like defense spending on trying to bring his son back to life <laughs> type shit. <laughs> I think, <laughs> I don't know, man. See, I don't know. I fuck with Biden because the, um, if, if you don't vote for Biden, you ain't black. I think that that was top 10 funniest things said this year. 
Who's saying that? Biden said, if you don't vote for Biden, you ain't black. That's fantastic. On the Breakfast Club. And everyone was like in an uproar. And I thought that that was the funniest shit he has maybe ever said. What did Charlamagne God say? I think he was, bro, honestly, I think he was confused because he didn't say anything. Like, he just continued the conversation. He stumped Charlamagne the guy. Yo, when you have, like, comedic gold, like, if you don't vote for Biden, you ain't black. And you're Biden saying that. Yeah, like, come on. What do you say to that? I, I, I have you, there's nothing you can say. That's that's such a like arrogant and like fucking unbelievable statement. But there's no vote. response to that. Yeah, that <laughs> Joe was, Biden down with the bitch zone. <laughs> yeah, like that was a Bill Gluckman moment for sure. <laughs> think we think we ignorant just because we lit out here? He got my vote. I Damn. fuck with I fuck with Biden, man. Through that's like the, blatant. Do you know how do you know how bad that is though? That we're just like we used to use the race the race card like. Real subtly, like yeah, but that's such a like opposite spectrum race. Like, that's such an opposite spectrum race thing because it's like, <laughs> like usually like like you you see like an old white man, you're like, oh, I he probably doesn't like black that. people. And in this case, like this old white man is saying that like you're not even black if you don't fuck with me. <laughs> <laughs> that's hard, bro. That shit is so fucking oh, hard, man. Like I don't want to hear anyone. That is the hardest shit ever. You, yo, that's yo, how you know you're. If you don't listen to my sucks. music, you're not even black, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine people would look at me like a psycho. They'd be like, "This dude's out of his fucking mind." It's Joe Biden too. That's what so kind dope. Of black credentials does he have? Yo, he was down with the only black president ever. That's 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 true. the biggest like black flex you can have. That's true. As that, a white man, you know what I'm saying? Like, like if you're a black president, obviously he's like, the you, epitome of that thing where where white guys go, no, but look, I have, I have black friends. Like, he's the epitome of that. Yeah, but he's on some he like, yo, my black, black friend. friend is better yeah. than any of your black friends ever. He arguably had the best black friend ever. I don't think it's even arguable. I don't know, man. Method Man seems like a great guy. Yeah, he's not Obama. Yeah. <laughs> uh, close tomates tomatoes. No. no, he definitely he definitely had the creme de la creme of, of black uh, friends. Of token black guy friends. Yes. <laughs> Do you think it does it take away that um, Obama's half white? Hundred percent. That takes away from it, dude. It says so much about this country that we couldn't just put in a fully black guy. Well, I don't think that there was a fully black guy running that that was a beast like Obama. Obama's a purpose. If they wanted to find a fully black guy. But Obama, I mean, the fucking black guy that's been running all these years is like Al Sharpton. So I mean, like that's that's black. But it's a joke. But if they really, really wanted to find a really good, like, black candidate that like was well spoken and this and that, somebody probably walked in and they're like, listen, man, you know that bald guy? Is Cory Booker half white? He's gotta be, right? And I'm not saying that because of how he talks. Like, I I just, he looks like he's half white. Uh, I honestly, he looks very, he looks like what people are going to look like in the future. Like, just a citizen of the world. He's a, a light-skinned like, black dude with, like, blue eyes. It's weird. Yeah, I don't know. I don't it's know. He, he kind of creeps me out. He kind of looks like a white smells, walker, but, like, a little tan. With, But also has a big butt. I mean, I haven't stated his ass too much. I saw him. I saw him play basketball against Dizemiro. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I haven't just been <laughs> taking a gander at his ass. Yeah, pretty big, but That's all I'm saying. 
And he was not fucking Rosario Dawson. That was also. If he was fucking Rosario Dawson, I don't even think that's that cool. I don't even think it's that cool. You're running for president. You you fucked Rosario Dawson. Nah, it's pretty cool, though. She's like the head of the the fucking revolt uh, as far as, uh, like, black Democrats go. She's like the AOC of, of, of black actresses. But black actresses that are, like, super Democrat. And super C list. You know what I'm saying? Like she's always been that that like you liberal. You couldn't even get like a B list bitch. I feel like bad. Rosario Dawson being in all those like uh Marvel things, she kind of worked her way up. She's probably B list. Huh. Who would it be cool? Like, who do you think if Cory Booker was fucking them, you'd be like, he has my fucking vote? Name oh, like that's, one that's chick that like a hundred percent you'd be like That's a good question. Nope. He because has my vote. I would vote like that. <laughs> Jada would- Stevens would be sick. That would be sick. Like, if you just turned around, you were like, yo, he's fucking Jada Stevens. Meg Thee Stallion. Meg Thee Stallion would be, that would be cool. If, Although, if, if there Meg was Thee Stallion. that Cory Booker, if there was gay rumbling, <laughs> that Cory Booker was laying pipe to fucking Meg Thee Stallion. All the way to the, I don't know, the king of the world, whatever the fuck. Oh, on a, a sidebar from that, what do you think about Tory Lanez dropping uh, an album? You know, as a response to what happened with Meg Thee Stallion. I think Dory Lane needs to be locked Exiled. away somewhere. <laughs> um, Lane Did shot, you see, you saw the, the foot. but you saw the whole tweet and everything? Um, I call like, like... Okay, Tory Lanez comes out and he's like, he's like, uh, I didn't have time before, but 9 p.m. tonight, I got time for this. And then he drops an album. Everyone thinks he's going to do like a live where he explains himself. Instead of doing that, he drops an album. And on the whole album, I didn't listen to a part of it, but on the whole album, supposedly he's fucking talking about the situation, like how it wasn't him, how all this shit, right? But, it was like the Drake response to uh, Push Yeah, team. but just such a weird response because it's like, bro, this is a legal matter. <laughs> like this isn't, you know, this isn't like, beef. So you, this is you, like you, you shot, you shot a woman in the foot. Like, I don't you know, know, like, you don't drop bars about that, <laughs> unfortunately. Y'all don't understand what it was like. She wouldn't hand me the ice pick <laughs> quick, like. It was It was <laughs> just one of those situations where I feel like maybe you should have just spoken about it. No, you shut the fuck up about that. <laughs> well, if he's guilty, but if he's saying he's not guilty, I feel like it's you so speak guilty. your way out of that situation. So you don't drop a rap album so out of that situation. Megan Stein's a real bitch, bro. She didn't even tell... Cops that she got shot. She yeah. She said she stepped in glass. Yeah. I love Meg Thee Stallion. And she got bars. I mean, she's from Houston. Like, she's like real, real hood. She's not. Yeah. She get, she's she not like one of these fake chicks that like their, their dad is like a, a rich guy. rapper who they just come up with. And then went on like Instagram and just talked about it. Cash. Like, like, yeah. <laughs> and she was talking about it like, like she was like be defensive about even, like, speaking about it, like, she was con- self-conscious about coming out and telling people, like, bitch, he shot you. You're allowed to say it. Even it's harder, th- even harder than that, she dropped WAP, like, a week later. <laughs> oh, they're talking down on my name about how I got shot in the foot. Watch me drop this fucking bomb on them. It's right over there on the laptop. Is it? Yep. Uh, yeah, I, I think What a that- song, too. Mm-mm-mm. I fucking hate that song, but it's only because my girl uh, plays it to piss me off. Oh, that song is fat. that song is so good, man! Come on, so catchy. I just it's don't. I just don't. You we know, talked about this last week. Yeah, there's some yeah. Balls. No, there's some balls. 
Cardi B can't rap for shit still, but <laughs> it's whatever. But um, but yeah, uh, I think that Tory Lanez made a mistake uh, dropping that. I also think that like Tory Lanez made a mistake by shooting her in the foot. Oh yeah, that was his first mistake. <laughs> but yeah, the second mistake was dropping an album in, as I didn't a response just to shoot it. somebody in the foot. Yeah, I don't, I don't really understand how the whole situation went Does down. Any, do they we were know fucking. The story? They, well, they were fucking. Okay, I fucked Tor- a lot of people. I, I, people, but yeah, I fucked yeah. people and not shot them in the foot. I mean, debatable. But like, what happened? How did like was it All a right. joke? Apparently, like, no, apparently, apparently uh, Tory Lanez was smashing Meg. Uh, they went to some like pool party with Kylie Jenner, and he was showing mad love to Kylie Jenner. And I guess she got jealous. They probably got into a, an argument over it, uh, and then shot her in the foot. You shot her in the foot. Just, to, just let you know. Get the point across. There's been times in my life where I've like argued with people, and if I had the burner on me. I'm just foot. saying their feet wouldn't look the same. <laughs> just saying they would catch, they would lose a bunch. I'm just saying they'd be walking weird for the rest of their life if you catch my drift. So, if you, <laughs> so Emily, if you're listening, <laughs> watch your tongue. <laughs> Why? Don't ever let Dill get close to your feet. But yeah, that's that's one of those situations where, like, how can anybody do that to feet? The whole, the whole. <laughs> <laughs> such beautiful. Things. I can never fuck your feet. <laughs> That's still questionable. I, they they do crazy things with with medical. I don't know if you want to fuck Meg the Stallion's feet. She's about six feet tall. Her feet are probably the size of yours. But that means the, oh, there are girls that are much shorter with big ass feet. Now, big feet freak me the fuck out. This woman is. I think she's five ten or five eleven. She's a big girl. She's got to have some big ass feet. She's a big girl. That's the thing about Meg she's the Stallion. She's Meg the Stallion. Meg the Stallion's ass Meg is so big, but it's because she's so big. She's a big. She's a big woman. Like bigger girls. Like if you're dating a girl who's five nine, five ten, chances are everything's bigger. Her mm-hmm. ass is going to be bigger. Vagina. Her legs are bigger. Her vagina's bigger. Clitoris. Her big toe is bigger. Easier to aim at. Everything's bigger. Easier to aim at. You have a sickness, easier. dude. Have Mind you ever you. seen a therapist about that in particular? Why would I see a therapist about that? It's, it's wonderful. A, it's a sick. It's fine. And then, like I've told, we've talked about this. I, I, they don't complain. They don't. They've they're weirded out briefly. Yeah, they're like, "Why are you doing that to my toes?" And then they're like, "Oh, that's why you're doing that." You. Dis- oh, this is so pleasing for dis- my feet. You disgusting animal. <laughs> <laughs> you like to be a dirty little doggy, don't uh... you? Fucking! You really don't find feet uh, attractive at all, dude. I think feet Never are time, fucking repulsive. Never it, one time you saw a pretty feet, and you're like, the only time, the only time I've ever put my dick in between feet mm-hmm. is if I was eating the butt. Okay, you know, oh, like no, like from the the doggy position, you're oh, eating the butt. The feet are just there. Your dick is like like you need to keep it uh, occupied. So you're like, let me throw my dick right between those feet. What if you're just her laying? Hand, she doesn't have the reach to to grab it right now. What if now? you're just like laying down watching a movie? She's got her feet like her legs up on you, and then she just starts stroking with her foot. Is that that leads nowhere? Keep going with the story because nothing that you just said was anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> she started stroking you like over. Is she the pants. fanning me with a leaf? No, like, she's what, just what are like we doing? rubbing her foot against your cock, like trying to get you going. Like that will get you. Nah. Nah. Not. If she was rubbing her foot against it, it would just lead to me wanting to fuck, not not lead to me being like, yo, let me fuck your feet now. I mean, I'm going to eventually fuck, but her feet are right there. <laughs> her feet are already What if, what if she had, cop. like, athlete's foot and you just transferred that all, from, from all, her feet to her? I do not her fuck athletes with ugly feet. 
It's the first thing I look at. I literally don't get that. So fucking Kim Kardashian walks up to you. She's like, I'll suck that fucking dick. And then you look down and her feet are disgusting. All looking. right, no, let's not get fucking crazy. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Let's not get fucking outrageous. If a if a really hot chick with questionable looking feet wants to blow me, more power to her. But I'm not touching her feet. But she might you, thank you if for you not touching her feet. If you want something meaningful with me, <laughs> Yo, your feet you know what? Be you right. know it's absurd that you think that like women want their feet fucked. <laughs> it's like it's like yo, I'm not going near your fucking feet. <laughs> Bitches are probably like, thank God, don't Dude, touch my fucking. I swear feet. to God, I, like I've gotten mixed reviews, but I've never gotten bad reviews. I've gotten reviews where it's like that was like weird. It's not my favorite thing to do, but like. It was kind of hot. No, it's like when you enjoy eating butt, like some girls are like thrown off by it. It's not like a an unpleasant feeling. So no girls ever like that was the worst experience of my life. But some girls are definitely like, yeah, I'm not a fan. You never fucked a foot, though? Oh, I fucked. I have fucked feet in that scenario. I'm eating ass and fucking the feet are just laying there. And my you dick know, is all like, yo, I might go soft on you. I'm right in the crevice. No, no. Right in the never once have right I have I just have I just disregarded the rest of the body and been like, yo, I'm gonna just fuck her feet for the next ten minutes. Ten minutes. Who's lasting that long with <laughs> feet? <laughs> ten minutes. This guy's a fucking marathon runner over here. <laughs> I'm just saying I'm an appreciator. Yeah, you wanna hear some wild shit? Like I read this book that Nipsey uh suggested. Um something about about oh uh Something about the divine feminine or, or something like that, right? And uh, in this book, it basically said how, like, we've talked about it on here, like, loosely, how it said that, like, coming is your, like, is a man's drive and ambition, and, like, all of that is removed once you come. For the most part. Like, you're just, now you're done for the day. And um, I feel like from reading that chapter, I have been lasting way longer. How's the way up? of the superior man. That's what it is. And it's all about like so uh, getting into your ways, though. Once I heard that, I felt like, no, I'm not losing my power in 10 minutes. <laughs> now, there are definitely times. I'm not losing my power. In there are 10 definitely minutes. times where me and my girl are smashing, and it's like, it's that good where, you know, fuck it. Five minutes, I'm done. It happens all the time. I, I'm going nappy poo. Yeah. You know? But there's other times where I'm like, this is my power, and I will hold on to this power for at least 30 All right. uh, and give you uh, a good fuck job. Uh, <laughs> all right, Mr. Power. How, how, do you, how do you muster the strength? I feel, like, I feel like not coming fast is like majority mental. 100%. Maybe I have a weak mental with that. And sometimes if I feel it come, you know what bothers me? Like, I feel like, and this is, this is like a good a good thing for the girl. Like, I feel like if my girl has not come oh. and I have to come, oh. I feel like I owe it to her to last longer. Oh, I always feel like I always, <laughs> you know, we can go on forever. It's not, no, my they can, but like fault. if they come, they're, they're good. That's why I always eat the girl out. Yeah. I just always like check, like, did you? I got mine up. I know you got yours. All right, we're we're no complaints. 
Yeah, I, like, I feel five like minutes, get over. It. When my girl comes, I feel like, uh, all right, now I could, I could go. When you when I make a couple with my dick, it's obviously, obviously a lot more rewarding. Yeah, it's it's, it's definitely, it's definitely a lot better than having to wipe your mouth afterwards. <laughs> Eating pussy with a beard, it's gross. Yeah, it's you know. Sometimes I feel like a dirty little whore. You feel like, you know when you're like a little baby and you like eat something saucy? And you're just dribbling. <laughs> it's all over your face. And you're like, how does, how does a baby eat like that? And there's some women out there, man, that are, whoa. Like, they're just extra moisture. Well, that's the thing that's different about like eating pussy versus like sucking a dick. Like, a girl doesn't have to experience the wetness that comes from it. No, but they got to take a cum like shot. the secretion. Not, but not all girls do. This is how I know men are just the aggre- the aggressor, like gender. Even our fucking release is just fucking mean. Like we nut. Yeah, but it depends on what. Like women just shake and quiver. And- did I? I don't think I've ever said it on here. Did I tell you I went to a I went to a dick doctor and they told me that I have a really small pee hole. I thought you were gonna say penis. No, no, no. So no. I knew that. Deal. Didn't have didn't have an issue there. <laughs> as far as size goes, the doctor said I'm, I'm fine. He said I have a small pee hole, and then Does he asked that- me. He said, "Is it hard for you to pee?" And I was like, "You know, man, I'm fucking 27 at the time. I was got, 27. I'm 28 got, now. I've gotten it down pat." But I was like, "Yeah, I was like, you know, I'm I'm 27 years old. Like, if I had a hard time peeing at at some point, I would have checked out. early on. I probably would have said something. You know." But maybe but, it's normal and you don't know. No, 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 no. He, he's a dick doctor. He looks at dicks primarily. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's his job. If he's telling me my, my pee hole's small, I'm pretty sure fucking, so does, does he's that, the guy to does know. Does that help you with anything? No, it, it hurts you. But I, I was going to say that I feel like when your pee hole is smaller, because you know, how the, like some dudes, they'll be like, oh, I'm a dripper. And some dudes will be like, oh, I'm a shooter when it comes to like coming. You, you got to be a shooter. Right? I'm a shooter. You but have to be. I think it's due it's to a smaller pee hole yeah it's basically yeah, yeah, yeah it's like when you have a uh, pressure washer when you put the smaller fucking you know thing on the Size. hose yeah it, it shoots fucking faster you can and take harder. it out right does that mean i have a large pee hole if you're a dripper not a, a shooter <laughs> then yeah you probably have a large pee no hole. i i uh i mean if you're like in the middle you probably got like a regular size pee hole do you like not it like do you make it a thing to like Nut in somebody's face, or like, no, like I nut. feel like I feel like that whole nutting in people's faces that's or one not of even the, face, but like, just like a like a do you try to use your special power of of, of shooting of propulsion? No, nah, <laughs> most of the time it's just like you know, like the last like five pumps where like you know yeah, it's coming, you yeah. get those like last hard mm-hmm. five pumps, then you pull out, it's just going on the butt. Like, I'm not, I'm not one of those people that like. I need like a low, like a hot locate. Like it's like it is what it is, you know. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm about to come. I just don't want it to go on the sheets, you know. I love, and I don't want it to go on my face. I so love, let's block both so, of those, you know. <laughs> I really want to put it on your left cheek. No, no, no. Face, but I feel like some cheek. people are like, I'm gonna fucking come all over your tits. And although that's cool, like that would be weird as fuck if you did that every single time. Is it even cool? Like, yeah, babe, put your tits together. I'm going to come all over your tits. Cool. No, it's awesome when you do it every once in a while. Like, if it's, like, heat of the moment shit. But, like, if you're... Heat of the moment and If convenient. you're dating a person who, like, you primarily come on their tits, that's just <laughs> weird as fuck at a certain point. Yeah, like, we just... He only comes like, on my tits. Yeah, that's weird. It's, it's the only way he likes it. Yeah, it's weird. That's just weird. Let, I feel like porn... You know, like, the porn industry, as fucking creepy uh, and, it, and weird... It's completely fucked our head up, though. It's fucked everyone's head up. 
I used to think it's that funny that's how much access. Like. Well, yeah, for sure. It's funny how much access we have to it, though. Like throughout our lives, we've had so all the access to it. Like I would even go as far as saying, like, due to us having that much access to it, our imaginations when it comes to sex are a lot worse. A hundred percent. You know what I'm saying? When you had to jack off to like a fucking magazine, I'm pretty sure when you had the real thing, you were like, "This is amazing." When when you're watching you gotta, fucking... You gotta top that shit now. When you're watching this humongous ass just get fucked... By this fucking gargantuan penis. Yeah. I was so self-conscious about my penis for so long. I was like, there's no way. There's there's no way I'm gonna grow into that. I, I can't see that coming. But those people are on those, in those movies for a reason. Well, there's also like surgeries that they do and get like a fucking... Do they whore- get dick... They get like a horse cock attached to them. Oh, I don't know, man. I'm getting like eye surgery soon. And that's, <laughs> the, and that's freaking me out. And that's what you're thinking about. I'm just saying, I can only imagine if somebody was about to like try to magnify my cock to epic proportions. Uh, I, some, some of those dicks. Do you think like, that women have a skewed vision of, of sex as well due to porn? Like when they see like a regular sized dick, they're like tiny dick. I don't think women watch as much porn as we do. No, I think they do. I don't think, maybe not as much, but I think that they watch porn pretty frequently. I don't think it's enough to completely fuck up there. Because for them, uh, maybe at first, maybe at first it's like, oh my God, nobody has a big penis. Everybody just has regular sized dicks. Regular sized dicks. And it's okay. Women, you know what's funny though? Women, and I know that they're not saying this to me as like a confidence booster. I have a pretty fucking good sized dick, so I, I've never really had a complaint about that. Yeah, but no, mine's huge. <laughs> <laughs> but women have in the past told me that a big dick scares them. Like it's like it doesn't feel good. It's painful. Like there's nothing good about I it. I think it depends what you mean by big dick. No, 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 bro. A, a big dick as far as like you have like a seven inch dick and it's like that's a really good size if you're one of those dudes who's walking around with like a fucking like a 10 inch hog that's a wild and you're going to smash like a girl who has a, a tiny little little vagina that's that doesn't even sound like fun yeah like that sounds fucking horrible for the girl that sounds kind of horrible for you for you how but it's hot. Where, where? I mean, the vagina's get- wet, so it's like you know you're putting it it's in there. It's wet, but it's not fucking elastic. No, I know, but that shit lets a baby out, dude. I mean, eventually you'll get there. You know, it's a lot of cramming, though. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that women uh, have a problem with it as far, or I don't think that the man would have a problem with that. I think it's more or less a chick. But I think you know, it makes me feel. Sorry for like the porn stars who are like pretending that they're enjoying like those fucking monstrosities, and they're really just like getting no, torn no, apart. No, again, that 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 hurts. Yeah, yeah, like they're probably in so much pain after that. You can't walk straight. That guy, that guy's dick is the size of a, of a small child's leg. Right, and what's funny is that like as a whole culture, like we've been raised to think that that's like, oh man, I don't have that dick. Like, I don't have a fucking nine and a half incher. That's fucked up, you know? Would you like a nine and a half incher, though? I think it'd be cool for, like, a week. Yeah, I would I would love to test drive one. I would like it for a week, and I would just go bar hopping. 
with no pants on. I would wear pants, <laughs> but like the really, you know, like when you go go to the gym and you see like a dude wearing spandex, and you're like, why is he wearing those spandex and no underwear? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I'd I'd, I'd, I'd hit off some that. fucking some spandex for the one time. You think that would just get you pussy? No, I think women would look at you and be like, "What the fuck is wrong with that like, guy?" All right, buddy, He's we as fuck. get it, dude. You got a large. I I think you'd run into a couple of uh, yeah, there's of there's always those like, and you know exactly what I'm talking about. There's those like semi-thick, semi-fat chicks that like are super sexual, and you're like, relax. Semi-thick, semi-fat. They're like they're like on the they're verge like of like like of they it. call themselves thick, but they're really just a little uh, bit fat. Just you know, a little bit fat. Like they're like, yeah, I'm not fat. I'm like they're fucking butt, thick. Their butt is big, but it's kind of square. Yeah, yeah. Like their butt is huge, but you're like, if you lost weight, there would be no butt. Oh yeah. One of those. I fucked it. I fucked a few of those. Yeah. And then when they get when they lose weight, you're like, that's great for where the fuck did your ass go? Yeah, no, I fucked I fucked I fucked my fair share of those. Yeah, I feel like um because they're about it. But yeah, those are the chicks that are like those, and I feel like black chicks are very aggressive, like sexually. Oh, that's general. Come on. Man. Yeah, black Come chicks on. are very they aggressive. They are, though. To- yeah. You know why? Because black people have rhythm. Do you think that's why they're aggressive sexually? No, I think it's why they're good at it. Oh, yeah. No, I'm not talking about aggressive. like the, I'm, I'm talking about like the, the pre-sex. I'm talking about like when, when you're at a bar and there's like a black chick who's been like drinking, like she'll be very aggressive about it. I don't know. I've, for my, like, ooh, you've gotten cute. Let me suck that fucking dick. And you're like, holy shit, dude. Where the I haven't fuck seen have you, you been for, drinking, though? Like, I haven't seen you for fucking 15 years. Where have you been drinking? Who are these black girls? Say the name of the person. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was praying you did. I'm just, I also have like limited um, experience, limited experience with pussy as of the past like 10 years. I've is really it limited or, my or is it just the right amount? No, it's pretty good. Like considering the first twenty one or twenty, I don't really remember when I lost it, but like one or two years of my life was right after my twenty first. So first twenty one years of my life, considering there was no type of pussy till now, I think my body counts up in the twenties somewhere. Well, we've had we've had that. I, I think that that like the whole body count thing. I think it's such a stupid thing because like, but it makes me feel good. But why? Because it. Let's talk about the I'm psychology. Because <laughs> I'm shallow. <laughs> yeah, makes, I, makes me feel fuckable. I don't know. Like as far as that number thing goes, like I feel like I've never really held emphasis on it, and I've always like worked with dudes who they like they got pussy and they were like, uh, "Bro, my number is at like 50. and I'm like, "That no, doesn't even sound I enjoyable. Think, that I, sounds I, so stupid." I think I think if you if you're constantly talking about it, it's fucking annoying. Yeah, I think if you. If you have an, if you keep, tr- if you're keeping a loose track just for your, you know, your mental psychosis, like, yeah, I, c- I can get pussy if I want to. Cause it really does, like, it helps boost like, your ego. Yeah. It helps pursue pussy if you know that you had previously been able to get pussy on a con- semi consistent basis. Yeah. But every girl is so different, like, oh, so drastically so different. Awesome. And it's so difficult to, like, there's no grouping. You know, there's always like, oh, guys like this. It's like, I hate that. Oh, most guys like that. It's like, no, they don't. You know? I've actually been trying to ask. these. There's two chicks that I really would like to ask out. But I feel like they're out of my league. You just lie. What do I lie about? Your that league. I'm a te- 
that have a 10 inch cock? No, 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 no. You just, I mean, some call it the honeymoon stage. Some call it lying. <laughs> <laughs> no, you just, you fabricate, you fabricate your story. What, 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 are, the, what are they trying fabricate. to hear? Fabricate. What are they trying to hear? Um, I think most women just want someone who's like financially stable. Oh, and I'm I think that's some, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about lying about. Like you lie about all the things. Like you could be like, yeah, you know, I do a podcast weekly. I do like you could, you could just play up the shit that you do. Like for instance, I meet my girl on fucking hinge on there. I say I own a record label. Do I own a record label? Yeah. Does that record label bring in fucking thousands in income? No. Didn't lie though. It's not a lie. Didn't lie. It's just a little stretch of the truth. I have a I, I technically uh I have a government position that pays me weekly. Now at the time I also had a nine and to I just five. Got a raise. At, <laughs> at the time I had a nine to five, so it was a little easier to like like yeah, but I still, you know, I still have a job, I still make money. Now, if I'm telling someone, yeah, you know, I own a record label and then they come through and I have nothing, <laughs> it's like, it's a little bit different, you know? No, no, I would definitely use, I would, I would say I own, I own my own studio. Oh yeah. Now that's, yeah, that's, but at the time. You're not picking up anybody right now. No. You've been picked up. Yeah. I'm, I'm scooped and I think I'm, I'm fucking done. Dude, I kind of want to be done. I think we're at that age where it's like, if you're good with the person that you're with, like. There's for me, I don't envision any relationship after this. You know what I mean? Great. Emily's a great chick. Just because of the age, too. It's like it's just one of those things where it's like like like, I, like we're in a good place. We're at that age where people start to figure out life. And it's like there's no real reason to like think that anything further is gonna happen. You know? I just feel like part of me part of me doesn't have the fucking mental capacity or like fucking care to get to know somebody that deeply anymore at this point. Until you least. meet someone that's like intriguing. I feel like oh, you, you do meet, I, I feel like you probably intriguing. run into a lot of the same people over and over. And that's probably due to like the places you hang out. It's due to the people my you house, chill yeah, with. My mom, and my sister are not my type. <laughs> the people you chill with too. I mean, like the people you hang around attract a certain I don't really hang around any chicks. Man. No, I'm talking about dudes. I'm talking about like your friends. Like your friend group attracts a, a specific type of girl consistently. <laughs> they you know? don't even attract a specific girl. <laughs> half of them are wife, half of them are married. Like everybody for me, I know has either a girlfriend or a wife. Minus crispy. Uh Al doesn't count. I think people also like. I think. <laughs> I think. Like specifically with our friend group, I think all of you guys don't give a fuck about finding girls. Like, no, it's, I, I it's not like to. hard to to find girls, and that's not from me saying that. From having like good experiences, that's me saying like, there's there's whole apps dedicated to just finding women. It's really not difficult. Like that's like why when people app. are like, oh, you know, I can't find it. It's like, yo, there's a fucking app you could just log into and talk to 50 girls at I once. I really just want to meet somebody. That doesn't exist. Life. It's 2020. And this is actually going to bring us into our next topic. Let's talk about this for a little bit longer, but that's like a perfect segue. But in 2020, you just have to go with the times, bro. Like the NBA is drifting toward five people who could shoot the three. 
You could be like, yo, but I just like the traditional center, the big man that just stays in the paint. But like, that's not the game anymore. So when one team has a center that's swapping threes and your guy is just sitting in the paint waiting for a fucking rebound and the other team blows you out because you're not moving with the times. Fuck you and that accurate ass analogy. You as <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that explains my fucking attempts at getting women. And bro, I feel like a lot of our friends. I'm in the paint. Are looking at yeah you're Praying still in, for a yeah, you're still in the paint and you're waiting for a fucking rebound and <laughs> that bitch isn't coming you want to know why because that center just swapped the three oh, in your face yeah and that three is a girl that you could have dated and she's gone now so you're saying I should ask both of these girls out I'm saying that you should ask those girls out and if it doesn't go but I have well to ask them out on Instagram see that's the problem I was about to bring that up that's a problem like what I feel I like our do? friend group thinks that you pick up women on Instagram and like that doesn't happen but I know these women I know but women as a whole. Bro, I know chicks who like in my in the past I've DM'd them to ask them a question about something. Say it was like some like, oh, they posted like a certain food. Oh, and I'm like, that looks amazing. Right. And then they're like, you could already tell that the conversation's awkward because they think you're sliding into their DMs. And it's like, yo, I'm trying to have a fucking normal conversation. Right. I want no parts of anything sexual or anything like that's my least relationship based with you. Thing that women do. Well, I don't blame them because, yo, what you don't recognize is that there's 60 people doing that. Yeah, Like, men, we don't have that same feeling because no one slides into our DMs. Nobody's ever slid. Yeah, like, even a good-looking dude, like, no one's sliding into your DMs. So, it's like, you don't have to really... You don't have to be famous to get your DMs slid in. Yeah, like, you could answer those questions. It's not that difficult as a man. Like, there's two people a week doing it. With a girl, there's probably 60 dudes responding to their fucking, uh, their story with like laughing emojis and all, you know what I'm saying? The, Just trying to like get in the door. The weak attempts. Uh, what's, what's the go-to? You know how the, how you like, you look for reasons, like you'll send a, a snap and praying that, that like that chick answers. That she'll just answer so you could just get a fucking, so you could just, then you, then you're just like, oh, so squirrels, how do you feel about them and shit? Like, right. just anything, just to fucking open the line of communication. Yeah. I feel like that probably happens all the time for women. Never really happens for me. You know what I also think men do wrong? Kill women <laughs> on dates. No. Make it fucking dangerous for them to trust well, yeah, any that's, man. That's one for sure. But I also <laughs> think men, men aren't, like, forward enough. And I'm not saying forward sexually because men are definitely that. Yeah. I'm saying forward as far as what your intentions are. I, I know what you mean. And I think that that kills men because I feel like you're constantly wondering if you can go on that date with the chick. But like all you really had to do was ask. And then if she said no, then there's no wonder anymore. It's like, yo, that is what it is. On to the next chick that I might want to potentially take on a date. That's so true, man. And I think that a lot of guys like live in this like fear of like, what if she says no? And it's like, who the fuck cares in this day and age? I'm gonna where, ask her right now. Where there is fucking hinge, where you could just log on and find a date, bro. Online dating apps are like that's just the way that shit's going, especially during COVID, bro. There's like no other way. But what like, are you gonna I, do? You're gonna go to a fucking outdoor dining setting and you're gonna I, pull up like, on someone's look table at this right now. I'm gonna I'm gonna go in her DMs. Yeah, just be like, hey, say hey. I'll text her. I have her fucking number. Yeah, text her. It's less creepy. Text her. All right. I'm going to ask a girl out right now. (laughs) Via the podcast. Via the podcast. But, um. (laughs) And I might get shot down via the podcast. That'd be awesome. That would be such good content. Uh, good content hurts. (laughs) No, it's the best, dude. (laughs) Good content hurts. 
I think that, yeah, I think men are just too weak when it comes to like asking a girl what, what you really intend on asking her. And I think that that throws them off because, yo, there's a bunch yeah, of I'm dudes. I'm nervous right now. But there's a bunch of dudes who are like nervously hitting them up and saying weird shit because they're like so nervous that they can't even get out what they really want to say. So the conversation just That's dies true. somewhere where you could have just been like, hey, you want to go for a drink? Bro, I've been shot down many times in life. Me too. That's and the there's thing. no, bro, it is what it I is. Like that, that chick that, that shot me down fucking eight years ago, like I'll never ask that girl out again. Do I think that she thinks about it? No. Do I need to think about it? No. You know Gives what? A my, fuck. My, my fear is though, I think girls feel guilty afterwards. I don't want your pity. I really I don't, don't. Yeah, but I don't think it's a pity thing. I think it's just like, a, oh, this is going to be awkward now. And it didn't but have to I, be awkward. But, I, but it won't be for me. I wish well, I could get that I across. also think you could be pretty clear about that, too, when you're having the conversation. Like, yo, there are no hard feelings if you don't, if you aren't about it. I just wanted to know if you were down to is go. Is that not too forward? That's so good. I'm going to say exactly that. Yeah, that's so good. Because it, it's, it's letting them know that, like, even if they're saying no, it's fine. I think men also do some shit where you feel, but I feel you like, feel like you're like, giving her the opening to say no. God, that's what men feel. And that's so stupid because, yo, if she wanted to go on the date, she's going to say yes regardless. If she doesn't want to go, she's not going to go. I hope so. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you don't have to think about if, if you killed the chance of her saying yes by, like, allowing her to say no. You didn't allow her to do anything. She would have said no regardless. men are mad fucking pussy yeah you ain't lying so i don't even know what the fuck i'm gonna say <laughs> just be like hey uh no hard feelings if you no hard i don't want to say no hard feelings like say hey i was wondering if i could take you out to dinner sometime there are no hard feelings if you say no that's the easiest thing in the world and if she says hey i just see you as a friend or hey whatever i don't think she sees me though well, if if that's what her response is, then cool. I mean, now you know your fucking your answer. Now you don't have to think about it tomorrow and the next day and the next day. I need you just around me throughout the day, dude. <laughs> just give you logic and just get the fucking. So yo, I'm just fucking do it, dude. I'm Stop like the half angel, half devil on your shoulder. Because <laughs> like, there's good intentions, but sometimes the way I say it just is make fucking me feel horrible. Like shit tonight. <laughs> I don't think you'll. Fe- I think you'll feel more clear after i don't think that i don't think that you'll feel like shit if it doesn't work because again bro like hinge exists fucking i wouldn't go on tinder to look for my future Uh, fucking girlfriend you know what i mean tinder Tinder fucked itself with its it has a negative connotation it's bad but the good thing about that is if you're like a sex addict who just wants to fuck anything Chicks are 100% aware of that now. So, like, if they're still on there, you know that they're about it. Yeah. <laughs> that happened recently. That happened recently. What, were you hit up a bitch on Tinder? Uh, no, she hit me, and uh, I said something. And she, they always ask the same shit. It's always a stupid, same, stupid conversation. What are you on here for? Um, and I was like, honestly, I'm just fucking bored, and I'm looking. Like, that's yeah. really it. Um, if it's cool, it's cool. If it's not, she's like, oh, cause like, I'm just pretty much trying to just get dick. I was like, oh, perfect. Okay. I'm down for that. Too. Let's do it. Like, let's do it. And we did it. And, uh, she was, and she's a doctor. I have AIDS. <laughs> she's a doctor. And, uh, she was pretty hot. 
and I get, I get to her apartment, completely could not get hard. <laughs> Terrible. I haven't heard from her since. Well, that's the nerves, like, of you going over there. Because all men also think that we're big shots and, like, we could just fuck whenever we want. And, and like, you driving over there knowing that the sole intention is, yo, I'm going there to smash. There's not even, like, a prerequisite, like, oh, we go on a nice dinner and we have, like, a good time. And then possibly, like, yo, the challenge is, like, part of it. Like, we enjoy the Same challenge. When you're going to just fuck, now everything is is 100% focused on you fucking. And that, as a man, is scary as fuck. Because it's like, yo, 100% of this is focused on on me getting hard and performing well. And a date's not really a performance thing. It's just more like a hangout thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, she didn't want a date, though. No, I know, she and wanted, that, but that's what I'm saying. Like, you were more pressured because there was no date. Oh, uh, because like, you, because I knew I was. Yo, the date. You know as, what I was actually worried about? Getting hard and coming too fast. Yeah, of course. Because so, that's all that was going to happen, regardless. <laughs> a date, like we know as men, fuck. that like a date is our chance to at least like woo them. And the challenge of wooing them is like that's important. We all act like we just want, like, yo, I just want a chick to hit me up, tell me if she wants to fuck. But, like, most of the time when a girl hits you up like that, it's just like, all right, that was weird. You know? Yeah, I didn't prepare myself for Yeah, no, you're good. Fucking, fucking do it big. Yeah. Be like, just so you know, I have a huge fucking cock. <laughs> I would love to say that. I'd love to say that. Like, for me, I think that's a hilarious joke, but I don't think she'd get it. Yeah, no, don't say that. I was joking. I was totally joking. That's some crispy shit. That is. I feel like crispy would say that. I feel like crispy has said that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, man. Uh, I think I think with fucking dating apps, that could take us into our next topic, uh, which is social dilemma. That's a good one because you haven't watched it, and I'm going to explain it to you, so you don't have to speak while you're yeah, no, you're preparing this text message. Mm-hmm. Um, social dilemma is pretty much this Netflix documentary. That's kind of shot like a half documentary, half movie. And um, essentially, it's a bunch of like ex-developers and fucking the COO of this company and fucking all these different guys who were down with Google. They were down with Instagram. They were down with all these different places, Facebook, whatever. And uh, they're essentially just saying how horrible social media is for like human beings. Uh, There's a good quote in there where they say something about how the only two uh, industries that call their um, following or like supporters users is uh, drug dealing and social media. And a lot of people are watching this right now and they're like getting scared about it. Like, oh, wow, they have all the information because there's like parts of, of it where they're like, yo, there's someone monitoring like your messages. You ever there's- heard of Edward Snowden? Yeah. Yeah. Fucks. Well, I don't think everyone actually has paid attention to Edward Snowden, but they just actually fucking uh, something big just happened for him. They fucking the Ninth Circuit just uh, just declared those wiretaps that he whistle blew on illegal. Which I'm not sure what that's going to mean for him. I doubt that that's going to exempt him, but they found him illegal. So the government was breaking the law the whole time. Well, I mean, yeah, he's, so been, what pretty, he's been pretty fucking clear about that. No, I don't like, think anything fucking. But they've happened. never, but they've never, they've never made that ruling before. Yeah, no, but the problem is, bro, when you're like speaking directly against the government, like, no matter, bro, I could, I could present cold hard evidence that the cops fucking assaulted me, and that system is not going to allow that evidence to fucking work out for me. You know what I mean? 
So, no, say that again. Okay. If I got assaulted by police officers, which uh-huh. I have, right? And I took that to my lawyer and I said, look, I have video evidence of this. I have all this shit. Uh-huh. No matter what, they're gonna, there's going to be so much fucking back and forth. And there's going to be so many reasons why we did what we did. Oh, yeah, though, well, yeah. That it's never going to work yeah. out in my favor. Yeah. Like, they're not going to just be like, yep, our cops fucked up. And you're right, and you win. That's never going to happen. And if you were to win in that case, they're going to find every possible way to fuck you after the fact. That's why that fucking, oh, I can't, ever, I'm bad with names. Uh, Minnesota. Um, George Floyd. That, that's why the George Floyd thing was like such a, like, even even the whitest of white red Republicans were like, yeah, we can't really. There's no. We don't really know what. But to even say about so, here. like, what what has happened with that case? Uh, is is he in jail? He's still? in jail. But does anyone know like what's gone down after the fact? No, it's like everything else. They're it's gonna push that trial as far as they can, mm-hmm. and then they're gonna hope everyone forgets about it, and then they're probably gonna rule no, some fucking gonna, wild shit. I know that no one's gonna whenever, forget whenever, about that. Whenever whenever the verdict comes out, oh yeah, it's gonna be fucking, gonna be a fucking, It's gonna be just as bad as when it first happened, but. That doesn't mean that they're not going to still find a way to, like, fuck the people, you know? Don't get too wordy. Yeah, I see. Don't get too wordy. Yeah, don't say I'm shooting my shot. Don't say that. That sounds fucking weak. I know, I know. know. Sound like a fucking pussy. Fuck off. You're being a bitch. Fuck off, man. (laughs) (laughs) Just fucking keep it short and sweet and let her know your intentions and fucking let it go. Uh, what did we say? We said uh, no. Uh, if you no, is, if like, you is, say there's no hard feelings. If you say no, okay, nice and and fucking to the point. Because you don't want you definitely don't want it to seem like you're fucking pleading your case. In that situation, you're just gonna fucking look nuts. Why are men like that? Why are men so nervous when it comes to women? Because we live off our ego. No, I know, but it's so funny because, like, men in majority of time have had the power. But when it comes to, like, dealing with women, we have no power. We're so weak. You know what I'm saying? Like, we... we... Because they're so pitiful. (laughs) It's, like, it's just so strange that, like, yo, if, if it was, like, yo, I'm fucking... These people want to beat me up right now. Can you come help me? You're nine out of 10 times. If it's like your good friend, you're hopping in the car, you're heading to that spot and you're going to fucking go for the beat down. I'll let you know how that goes, guys. When it comes to women in any scenario, we're like, yo, what do I fucking say? How do I do that? Like, you have no idea how many friends I have that fucking in the past have been like, yo, can you text her for me? Yo, can you? No, that I won't ever let anybody do. Dude, that's happened so many times where I'm Text like, for yeah, me, I got like you, I'll have you sit next to me and coach me. But at the end of the day, I need to say that, like, whatever I the wrote fuck this. I sent. You don't want a ghostwriter? No. It was like that one time that I ghostwrote that fucking verse for you. That and you never thought that it happened. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck. And you fuck thought that it was such like a about. fucking. I'm like, um, you're not a rapper, dude. It doesn't <laughs> matter. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what Dill's talking about. You're guys. like, bro, you can't everything write I've it ever, for me. Everything I've ever written, first of all, I don't write. It's just kind of like. It just I, comes off the dome. I, just comes off the dome. I, I write, I'm kind of like Jay Z. Like, I write in my head. And, uh, these artists that come to the studio, these young guys that, like, they freestyle every line. And, uh, like, they punch every line, you know? So then they'll be like, 
hold off the dome and you're like, song took four hours <laughs> to record, you know? Just write it down. Dude. Yeah, like, like, even though, yes, it's all off the dome, you thought of line by line. That's not really what all off the dome means. No. You know, all of the dome is like, and in one sitting, you can fucking... Are you supposed to be impressed? Me it, personally? No, I don't even think rappers really are trying to impress me. I'm just the engineer. Like, when you're when you're the engineer... Are they trying to, like, prove something to themselves? Like, what's the deal with that? I, I think... And I've asked... That's not yours. That's... Yours is somewhere else. You fuck. Very fucking possessive, this guy. <laughs> no. When, um... I think when rappers, like, freestyle now, I think it's because one of their favorite rappers does it. Like, Young Thug and all them supposedly don't write their shit. Lil Baby and them don't write their shit. So I think for them, it's like, my heroes do this, so that's how I'm going to perform. But, like, it just, it doesn't make sense in terms of time. Like, when when you're paying by the hour, it just doesn't make sense. You know what I mean? It'd be like, like trying to figure out. Trying to like, what is that proving to them that they're like doper? No, I think it's just a stylistic thing. I think it's like, yo, my favorite guys do this, so I'm gonna do it. My favorite guys do that because they're 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 amazing. But they're not. The thing is, these guys are all doing the same thing. They're it's taking them three hours to record a two minute song. Does does nobody do that really in real life? What freestyle? No, I mean like like freestyle a full verse. Not freestyle. I would imagine just like. They don't write things down. Like some rappers say, I don't really write things down. I just there have it. been anomaly cases. Like like people say that Biggie used to go into a room and he would just be sitting there listening to the beat and just nodding his head like with his eyes closed. And then he'd be like, All right, yeah, I got it. And then he would jump in the booth and spit his entire verse. And people were like, wow, what the fuck was that? Wayne does the same thing. Uh, Jay-Z has been known to do the same so thing. Like people, like the best people that I've ever done. I think that is just... I think it's just memory. It's just good, like, memory retention. It's like, I could formulate sentences in my head, and if you give me an hour, I can learn them enough to then wrap them all together. But it's not, I think of two lines, I go and I wrap them. Then I think of another two lines, and I go and I wrap them. Because if you're doing that, you could have easily just thought of the lines all together, wrote them fucking down, which is just how you write music. It's pretty much you're basically just writing music, but just not putting the pen to the pad. You know what I find the hardest thing to do now? uh, Now that I've you know been out of the game for a minute, yeah, my career. Yeah, you know you're not you're not rapping as consistently. You know I was back in the day, (laughs) but um, starting the verse like that. I feel like every time I want to write something, it's always that beginning line that, oh, here we go. And we have gotten a response. You have the wrong person. It's the wrong number. Shut the fuck up. That is like super. Did the girl give you the wrong number? Um, I might have had it a while ago. That's that might be the funniest thing that's ever happened. I so now, guys, in case you're not now like I not don't even keep... now I don't know if she's <laughs> acting like it's not her number. I don't think that that would be fucking. If that's the case, bro, she's like literally evil. But 
Guys, just in case you're not aware of what's going down because we've been very fucking choppy this episode. Um, I think this episode's been great. <laughs> yeah, but there's like moments where we're not even talking and, and shit. Um, Am sent the text uh, to the girl. Yeah. Uh, he he mustered up the energy to send the text to the girl. Uh, the response has been, you have the wrong person. And <laughs> I might just screenshot this and just send it to her. On I think that you should screenshot that and it should be like the cover art to your... To my life. To your podcast. <laughs> to my life. Oh, we didn't even talk about the fact that you're doing a, a solo podcast or, or attempting. Uh, attempting. Like, I just attempted to ask this girl out. I hope it works out better. <laughs> but, yeah, I think uh, I think it's going to be... Uh, I think once I can fucking muster up the... The courage. The courage to... But apparently mustering up the courage fucking gets you nowhere. But you could just literally copy and paste what you wrote in the text to the DM. Because with the DM, if you get you have the wrong person again, then you know for a fact she's fucking cuntzilla. And I don't use the word cunt fucking loosely. I really hope that that was what um what are your uh, what are your thoughts on the whole social dilemma thing? You have the wrong person. Um, my thoughts are that it's not a dilemma. Like what what are your thoughts on on them monitoring? your dms like how does that feel i don't think but they're not monitoring them well they're, they're monitoring them in the sense where if you say something that. that's fucking insane they probably have a decent idea they're also monitoring it in the sense of uh if me and you are dming and i say yo you got to check out this book by fucking david goggins and then you go oh shit now you're scrolling down your timeline and fucking the the exact book pops up on your screen as an ad like that is essentially monitoring. They're doing it. It's not harmful or it is, you know, it might be like, why are they, why are they having that much access to what we're talking about privately? And I think that's the biggest issue that people are having with it. Now I come to terms with it because I just know how it works. So I'm not going to that or get off the grid. Yeah. So. But, but even if you're off the grid, you're not off the grid. Like, and that's, that's the, I think that that's the moral, like, these people have access to yourself. I remember, bro, I was talking to an ex-girlfriend when we were dating and I remember she was like stressed out and I was like telling her all these different books that were good for stress. And then I went on my, this is in text. And then I went on Instagram and I got an ad for all the books that we were just texting about. And I thought that that was like a little bit fucking intrusive because I feel like if you're going to monitor an app and then you're going to, send ads at me on that app. Okay. I asked for it. If you're going to monitor my texts and then send me ads on an app, I feel like that's not exactly the most private thing in the world. But like, you know what I'm saying? It's not private, but yeah, but I think people want their, their phone to be private. Not, not the apps per se. No, I feel like if I'm texting you, I I want that to be private. I I don't care about the phone. I don't care about the apps. Like you don't care about your search history. You care about your conversations. Yeah. Because the, the conversations like, like say they're fucking incriminating. Like why, why are you able to access my incriminating text messages? And I'm not talking about incriminating in terms of fucking, Oh, you killed somebody. I'm talking about incriminating in terms of, yo, you want to cop some weed? Like that, that shouldn't be just fucking public record, you know, or private record. Cause these companies have it, but like, I don't know. I just feel like there's something weird about the fact that they're able to fucking monitor all this. And 
although I, I know how it works and I'm fucking aware and I'm still using these apps, like they almost corner you because especially for someone like me that has a small business where fucking I receive my next client based on these social media platforms. Most of these artists to book, they hit me directly on Instagram or they'll hit me directly wherever. Mm -hmm. So I can't just close that down because then some of these artists who we haven't exchanged numbers because it's 2020, they don't even have access to me anymore. So now it's like, who do they hit up to get my number? And then why am I putting them through the process of doing that? I might lose a client potentially. So I, I feel like I cannot remove this unless I went to a platform where maybe I have my schedule online, which I'm already doing, but I'm going to put my schedule online. You could book it and then you could take out the slot and I'll get a message about it and I'm going to have them pay in advance. So I don't have to deal with that shit, you know, but there's something odd about the fact that like, if you watch social dilemma, bro, there's like parts of it where like they talk about how they could tell your mood. They could tell uh, what type of person you are and all of this is used to then sell you product. And they're selling you as a product in the meantime, because all these companies that are running the ads are buying your information. We are a commodity, essentially. Like, that's what it has turned us into. We yeah, are, for sure. We are for sale. We are information, our actual, our fucking movements. Um, they can paint a pretty, like, think about it this way. If you run into like a magician or somebody who claims that they're a fucking um, like clairvoyant and can fucking speak to spirits, right. all they need are a couple broad questions answered and they can kind of like make a broad general statement that's that hits the nail on the head in your mind. So if some fucking weirdo on the street can do that with a couple like well thought out questions. Imagine what you could do with every fucking piece of information about my daily activities. You can not only come up with my mood, you can fucking, you can change my mood. Yeah. So we are pretty much kind of fucked. Well, that's the, that's the issue that they were running into as well, that, that you could literally dictate how someone feels based on what you put in their face. And they were saying it was as deep as like, all right, you like that girl that you just texted, right? They Gosh. can, they can see that you like that girl and put her posts first on your timeline because you've liked her posts in previous times. Her, her, her stories are usually up front because I checked them. Right, right, right. And I barely check And they do check. that on purpose. Like if you're watching stories constantly, they'll take that person's story and put it in your face. And that's odd. That reminding me of the, of the, of the heartbreak, <laughs> that terrible fucking sequence of events that just happened on the podcast. <laughs> Fantastic. That was probably the worst case scenario. That was the best case scenario. <laughs> as far as content goes, it was either like that or oh, you got like man. massively shot down in like yeah, the worst like, way like, possible. Like she hurt, like hurt my feelings. Yeah. Like she was like, you know, I actually don't like you at all. <laughs> I fucking have always hated you. Um, so. Are you fucking delusional? <laughs> yeah. But, um, but yeah, man, I, I just think as far as, as social dilemma goes, as far as that whole, like as a, a human being, you have a choice, but that choice might lead to not being aware of what's going on. And that's the scariest part for, I think most people, it's like not being in the loop of like news, not being in the loop. And you don't want to watch like mainstream news because you don't know what the fuck you're getting there. So it's like you're really like kind of in a corner with it. It's like 
Mainstream news is trash. Yeah, like you don't want to get your news from the television because you feel like you could probably research and the get better television. news. But what else do you do? You know, so I feel like people are trapped in this uh, Instagram shit. And it's also funny because like as social media has progressed, like when we were on MySpace, they weren't really selling shit from MySpace. You know, that's that's a newer thing. Even when you first had Instagram, there were no ads on Instagram. I don't even really... I remember it being less. I don't remember... There were never ads on Instagram. I don't, I don't remember it being... It was just I, a timeline full of your people. Yeah, I definitely remember it being like... And it was chronological, which was awesome. True. They true. changed the chronological because oh, the they're, they're trying to pinpoint what you actually yeah, if they Yeah, if they got to stick to a timeline, then they can't just fucking throw arbitrary shit up there. Yeah. Now it has to make sense. Or at least... Would you ever? Would you ever remove social media? Uh, I think about yeah. I I'm I plan on it. I plan on it. I plan on the only social media I have will hopefully be to promote if it's a podcast or if it's a business or if it's um something I'm doing. I think the direction I'm going is I'm gonna make my main Instagram account just the artist account. This is like the opposite. This is the opposite fucking direction. This is actually leading to more social media. But I think I'm going to make a personal page, like a private page. Like instead of just your art, because you only have the artist page, right? I have the artist page and I have the um, the studio page. Okay. So I'm going to have another so you're, account. you're doing what I'm saying I want to do. Yeah, I'm going to have a personal page that is just going to be people that I actually fucking like. So eight people? Yeah. Just hit them up, though. No, I know. But <laughs> I, the, the problem with me is that, like, as an artist, I don't like posting my family, my girlfriend, my fucking love life. On, no, I feel you. I that's, feel that. That's weird to me. I get that. You know, and I feel like it just gives people access to your life that you don't even care to have access to your life. Because that's not what you were intending on them to see. Yeah. Like, like when you post stuff, it's more for people that you, it's more for the people that you actually care about to see what you're doing. And there's just like a thousand people that you don't even know staring at like a picture of you. And I mean, your if, it's your, if it's your personal account, you, you well, personal accounts, not going to have all those followers that. because the thing is like, even for the artist page, I built the following up. It's not easy to get followers. I can go and follow all my friends and they're probably going to follow back if I have a personal account. But as far as getting a thousand followers or like more than a thousand followers, that's not just an easy feat. You know what I mean? So feet. That's something where that'll make it fucking easier on me to just like post personal shit on my personal page because yeah, it's no, fucking, it's fucking creepy. It's so creepy. you're going to limit it hefty. Yeah. It's like only really people that like, because the artist page has to be public. The studio page has to be public. That means anyone, even if they don't follow, can just you know, log I've into it. And people and shit with like private accounts. Yeah, but the problem is those people are like doing themselves the service because you can't even utilize hashtags. You can't do a bunch of shit when you have a private account. It makes no sense. It doesn't make sense business wise, and that's why I can never go that route because I've tried it. Like I made my page private, and then after a little bit, I was like, "This doesn't make any sense." Like I'm just not I'm, if you're trying to promote something. Yeah, because the thing is, if I hashtag, say I hashtag beats. Now a bunch of producers can fucking go on my page and see the post and, and everything, right? You hashtag beats on a private page. Your friends are going to be staring at hashtag beats. <laughs> like it doesn't benefit you in any fucking manner. And so. then somebody clicks your page and they're like, oh, fuck this kid. Yeah, I can't even see it. No, I don't even want to fucking. 
right. to it. Yeah, so it makes it a little fucking. Uh, it makes it a little fucking stupid. So yeah, I'm gonna make a personal account. Probably gonna do that soon. Are you gonna keep your? Uh, you're obviously gonna keep the other ones. I'm gonna keep. Yeah, I'm gonna keep both of the other ones, but they're just gonna be solely for what their purpose is. Why yeah, do I keep putting this fucking thing. It's right in front of you. Artist artist page will have my music. Studio page will have studio shit. Personal page, if I if I do a fucking post with me and my girl, if I do a post with a fucking with like our dog, yeah, that's that's gonna be that. Yeah, tattoos, shit like that, shit that I like personally. Dude, I I really want to get a tattoo, man. Just fucking do it. I know. I just I. I don't know, like... I saw this other really dope artist the other day that I got to send to you, but I... Tattooing is like uh, getting a haircut. I don't know about that. But. It's like uh, you build, like, a certain loyalty with your artist. Oh, yeah, I can get that. And you feel like such a piece of shit when you get tattoos elsewhere. Like, I remember the first time I got a tattoo when I moved to Hackettstown, I was like... <clears throat> excuse me. I had to keep telling myself that yo you moved an hour away like that's your reason if the last artist asks why you didn't come back yo I moved further away and I needed to find a Dude, shop I've nearby I, I, when I went away to school <clears throat> I, I would I would literally like have cause <laughs> the barbershop was right there whenever I came home so like I would have to sometimes I would walk around Take long routes <clears throat> to avoid the barbershop. That's what I'm saying. Like it's it's serious. We have like an autistic loyalty to like our barber. Even it, we don't even have that kind of loyalty <clears throat> to our girls. Sometimes. Yeah, and yo, our barber honestly like it's like, babe, I move an hour away. I don't know if we can maintain this long. This is a relationship. Yeah, <laughs> but I'll drive back to get this fresh. <laughs> our barber probably doesn't even give a fuck. Oh uh, no. That's not always They true. care a little bit, but like... Nah, some of them get real butthurt. Especially if you're like... I think that speaks to more of their personality or their ego. Oh, 100%. Because like even when I see artists that I've like mixed music for, posting about like other studios and shit, like I don't, I don't get hurt. I've had artists apologize to me. Like literally hit me up and be like, yo, just so you know, like I... Are these session- people like, that like you've been <clears throat> fucking... I've worked with them a bunch. And though the thing about it is like studios are very like it's like yo all these things that <clears> yeah <throat> they they contain a certain level of trust. No, but it's like man. this, um it's like all right, cool. You need a haircut cuz your boy's wedding is tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You go to uh Fabs and there's a line out the door. And you're like, "Yo, when can I come back?" And they're going to be like, "Well, if you leave, you're going to lose your spot." And we don't have time today, whatever. You need this haircut. You're going to go to another barbershop and get your haircut. If a, if an artist hits me up and they say, yo, uh, I'm really fucking in the mood to record something. Um, can I book tonight? And I go, yo, I'm booked. It would be then, super fucking yeah. arrogant and stupid of me to think that like that artist can no longer make music because they, because I'm booked. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that would be that would be corny as fuck if I was like, yo. I mean, it's the same thing about moving an hour away, but <clears> you still feel the way. Like, it's super inconvenient to drive an hour to get your fucking haircut. Or, yeah, or get a tattoo. Uh, actually, I don't know. A tattoo's kind of you're gonna be there for a couple hours anyway. Maybe you were you were a shitty client, but 
<laughs> you know what's funny though? I sent I sent uh I sent peas over to that tattoo parlor and I was and like And then he and then he tattooed fucking confused on him or whatever. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was like I was like, yo, ask for um ask for my guy Charlie. And Al goes there and in Al fashion, he hits me up. He's like, Yo, Charlie moved to Japan. I was like, What? In the three years that I had left, this guy upped and moved to Japan. It's because he knew you were never coming back. Yeah, he fucking missed me. And he thought maybe he moved to Japan. (laughs) And he went in search of me. I'm going to go find him. (laughs) I need this koi fish. He really liked Japanese art. I bet you he moved to Japan. What? Was he ill? Charlie's the the dopest. (laughs) Yeah. You know anybody else dope? Yeah, bro. I, want, I wanted to get something small at this point. There's a ton. Just yeah, to get it. I could definitely I could definitely show you to a couple. I, I might I, just fucking go get it tomorrow. If I see a dope artist on Instagram that's like local, I just follow them just because. I follow a bunch of tattoo artists. Because like, yo, it's really easy to be bad at tattooing. And it's it's almost like rap, dude. It's like there's a lot of rappers who suck and they think that they're like the greatest thing that ever happened. Like that and girl tattooing, that- Al keeps fucking letting massacre his body. <laughs> but getting tattooed is this is a similar thing. It's like, yo, even a shitty tattoo artist thinks that they're fucking super ill. So you have to be very careful because even if people tell you you suck, you still think you're the shit. I don't think anyone after getting something tattooed on their body goes, yo, you suck. <laughs> you know, even if it's really bad, I think that you at that point, you're like it's pondering. Preservation, dude. Yeah, at that point, you're like trying to ponder like what the next it, move is. Yeah, if you admit that it's a piece of shit and you just put this permanent thing on your body for the rest of your life, right after you got it, yeah, <laughs> that hurts. <laughs> it's kind of like getting a text back <clears throat> saying wrong number. Like I'm not trying to air <laughs> out. I'm not trying to air out Vizo, but like he got a so-so tattoo the other day. He got it a really good one. So-so. He got a really good one the day after, but he got a so-so tattoo the other day. And I hit him and I was like, yo, you should have told me and I would have like recommended a uh, tattoo artist like, for you. told you not to. And he was like, I mean, it's all right. It's not the best tattoo. It's not the worst. And then next question, he goes, yo, you think this is salvageable? <laughs> I was like. You know when it's bad. Yeah, I'm like, all right. It's he's like, coming, to, he's coming like to terms a- with it. Eventually, you have to come to terms with it. It's eventually- a shitty feeling, though. Like I, I don't have, ma- I don't have bad tattoos. I have ones that, like, I think could have been better. But your your demeanor towards a tattoo can change too, though. Like how you felt about a tattoo at the time could. Oh, dude, that happens all the time. We're, we're we're like young dudes get like a terrible tattoo, and it doesn't because- even necessarily even have to be terrible. It could just be like not you. No, anymore. but there are people who get horrible fucking tattoos like on their shoulder like a little tiny cross and then fucking (laughs) they grow a little bit because they got it when they were 14 or angel wings yeah that i mean that's a bad one or vinny vidi vici there's so many like what have you come to seen and conquered nothing Nothing. You're like, homie, you work at fucking Papa John's. <laughs> you know, like, I know three people that had that tattoo in college. One of them was a drug dealer, a fat Indian drug dealer <laughs> that ended up getting caught and locked up for two years. The other one was some chick who, who was just in a sorority. I don't even remember the third one, but none of them conquered anything. <laughs> I saw the frozen pizza. <laughs> I grabbed the frozen pizza, <laughs> and then I, I made the frozen pizza. I conquered it. And I conquered it. 
extra pepperoni. Vinny Vitti Vici, who the fuck do you think you are? <laughs> Getting Latin on your body. You are a fucking crossball. It's so weird that like there's so many cliche tattoos. Because I feel like one of the main things of getting a tattoo is getting something that's personal. Or, the whole point. And that's not everyone's point. Like, some people just like tattoos. However, like, people that get American traditional, there's really no way to be like, yo, it's very personal to me that I like American or, traditional tattoos. Like, that's what's American traditional tattoo? Like, I have a Japanese phoenix. I felt like at that point of life, I was fucking overcoming shit. That's kind of And I gay. wanted to, like, start a new life. That's kind of good. It was super gay. But it made sense to me. And that, like, that'll always make sense to me. When you get, like, I, my first tattoo idea when I was fucking 15 was, like, praying hands. And oh, my mom was like. Praying hands with the rosary beads? Bro, I might have wanted rosary beads, like, wrapped around my arm. Oof, oof. And my mom was like, you know, I think that with, like, religious tattoos, you should maybe, like, wait a little bit. <laughs> you know, maybe you should, like, decide. And now I'm a fucking atheist. So, thanks, mom. <laughs> Imagine. You caused this. Imagine you've been ranting. <laughs> my about mom put the the fucking the, shout out the to atheist her, idea in my head. Gotta listen to them. They knew. And at the time, dude, I remember being like, "What am I gonna do? Fucking be Jewish? <laughs> I'm gonna convert to fucking Judaism? <laughs> you just get a fucking yarmulke tattooed on your head? That would be dope. <laughs> that would be hard. I'm so Jewish, I never take it off. You think if you were Jewish that you could shave your hair into a yarmulke and that would work as a yarmulke? That would be the weirdest thing ever. But you don't think that there's anyone that does that just for ease of use? Like, it's just like, so it's always there. you have to put on a yarmulke? You know, like, I think the yarmulke would be easier. You know how many times, you know how many you'd have to touch it up every day. No, you know how many, like, how chicks, like, will tattoo, like, eyeliner on? That kind of freaks me out. That looks good as fuck, though. I mean, I never got to do eyeliner for, like, another three years. But, like, it's... if I shaved my hair into a yarmulke, <laughs> you know? <laughs> It's You'd like, look like crispy after a bad haircut. It's like I gotta touch it up every once in a while, but like it's it's there. You know, you know, uh, a lot like his Hasidic Jewish women are not allowed to show their hair, kind of like Muslim women. But instead of wearing a veil, they just shave their head and wear wigs. It's fucking genius. Is that what Jews they do? Jews have been fucking finding the loopholes since the beginning of time. Shout out to them. So yeah. you're gonna say they put like challah bread, like. <laughs> Chala. Chala bread. Chala? Chala. I'm planning on, I'm thinking about going to Israel. When oh, I'm, I got to show you, uh, a kid came to the studio the other day and uh, recorded um, Arabic. Was recorded. it good? Yeah, it was actually awesome. I don't yeah. know, I don't know if it's good in terms of actual Arabic, but. Oh, it doesn't matter. Dude, I listened to like, I've been, uh, we never, we never got to the Brazilian thing, but um, I've been on like this, like cultural Brazilian wave so for some reason. Culturally appropriating Brazilians. Oh, 100 percent 100 percent It's fucked up, man. Uh yeah, but it's they have That's great, like really they have not great cool. culture. What am it's I supposed really to do? Not, not touch cool. it? They have skewers of meat, anal women, women with fat butts, a loose sexual um anal. Yeah, and anal. <laughs> and anal. But I've been listening to Brazilian funk music heavy lately. Not no idea what they're saying. But I yeah. just know they're talking. About ass and tits. I, you know what's funny? I don't find I don't find like uh, Portuguese to be like a beautiful language. I think it's kind of ugly. Um, I think so too. But it sounds really good. It over sounds good a on music, though. Beat. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It sounds really good on music. I just don't think that it's like the best sounding language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit's not the. I'm not most, about it. 
uh, appealing. I think that um, Spanish, uh, I think Italian is beautiful, French. Those are all those are beautiful languages. languages. When it comes to Portuguese, it's like very fucking, it's hard. Yeah, so is German. Yeah, like German. Yeah, I feel like Portuguese and German are very closely hard. Arabic can be beautiful. Arabic can also be, I think Arabic is all on I think delivery. it depends on the volume of your voice. Yeah, it's all delivery. Yeah, because if you're screaming Arabic, I, I you're think that I need to. Bar somewhere, yeah, I need to run. Aggressive. Yeah, I need to run. Yeah. Anyways. Um, I want to hear this guy, though. Hopefully. That was another episode of Just Some Average Guys. Fucking one more in the books. Yep. And, uh, Still dateless, guys. We're putting we're putting uh, an episode that we previously recorded up. We're going to put this one up. Um, me and Am are, we're trying we're for trying dear to life it out, figure it out. to figure it out. I think that we're going to start trying to do a live stream uh, because the video thing and like editing it, that obviously hasn't fucking worked. So we're going to try to do a live stream situation. And maybe if, if you're a listener every week, you could log in fucking watch us live doing the podcast i mean we're still gonna put it up yeah we're still gonna make it recorded yeah you can still listen to it but but we're gonna try to do it so that you can also watch the podcast live and yeah it'd be great if people would do that yeah i think people would even if it's like five people and at some point we're also gonna have like a, a caller system where you could call in and just like bullshit oh yeah you know so give away prizes guys just so you know the podcast is not dead it's not, man. We just it's been a weird year, and this podcast shit is not as easy as we make as we make it seem. Yeah, it's just... I know. I know we're super dope and all that, <laughs> but uh, just like uh, this failed attempt at uh, asking this girl out, but that was just great content. So it was good. So win some, lose some. All right, guys. Um, we're signing out. This is Diggy Metro. This is uh, young and disappointed. <laughs> Peace out, guys. <laughs> Have a good night.